Welcome to the Deep Impact Investing Podcast with Kimberly Griego-Kyle of Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. In this podcast, we discuss sustainable impact investing, creating portfolios that match your values, and a variety of other topics such as financial education, social justice, and sustainable food systems. Do you want to know if your investments seek the kind of accountability from corporations that you demand? Listen in as we explore the burning question, are you investing like you give a damn? Hello and welcome to Deep Impact Investing with Kimberly Grego kyle from Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. Kim, how are you? I'm doing good, Eric. And you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm, I'm excited because you told me we're talking about something today that I don't have a clue about, which <laughs> I love that well, because I like learning from you. Yes, I think you do have a little bit of a clue because you've been doing this with me now for 60 episodes, right? Okay, true. So you, you'll have some understanding and I think our listeners will as well. Today I want to talk about ESG versus impact or does ESG equal impact? Hmm. Impact investing versus ESG. Exactly. Yes. And I think there are some different thoughts on the subject. I have my own opinion, which we will discuss today. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I, I've always really thought about it as if you're investing ESG, um, using those those terminologies, that you're right. making an impact, right? So, And that's yeah. not always true. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm here to learn. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that and um, just do a bit of a deep dive into this subject and and uh, maybe maybe debate a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, okay. We'll All see right. What you think. Okay. <laughs> this sounds fun. Right. Well, one of the things that's interesting is I've seen this a couple of places already is there's this declaration that 2021 was the year of ESG investing. Hmm. And and that's partially true. We saw a lot on ESG investing last year. People talked about it. It's become the thing. We see it labeled on a lot of new mutual funds or ETFs, exchange-traded funds. And just a reminder to our listeners, if there's someone new who hasn't heard me talk about it before, ESG means environmental, social, and governance. And those are criteria, right? And last year, of course, on top of the whole ESG celebration, <laughs> we have this wonderful performance that we also saw, mm-hmm. not just in the markets, but in uh, ESG indexes themselves. We talked about this one so many times, the MSCI KLD 400 Social Index, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Favorite one. Last year, that index was up 31.63%. Mm. Crazy, right? That's crazy good. It's a it's fabulous. And and the markets were were strong for the most part throughout the year. The benchmark for that index is also an MSCI index. Their their US index, which is almost similar, of course, except it's not screened. And it was up twenty six point one two percent. So that is five and a half percent outperformance in the social index, yeah, in the US social index. And MSCI also has an, a world ESG leaders index. So that's a global fund or an index, not a fund, but it was up 
25.29. The benchmark, which is just the MSCI world, was up 22.35. So that's still almost 3% of outperformance when we're talking about Mm -hmm. sustainable or ESG investing. No one is going to complain about that, first of all. (laughs) So one, it was a great year. Two, we saw uh, sustainable and ESG investing really outperform what we would call traditional markets. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about what is ESG. Yes, we know it's, it's environmental, social, governance, those are the labels. That's what the ES and the G stand for. But what ESG really is, is a process. It's metrics, it's details, it's facts. It's really the framework for evaluating companies. Uh-huh. And it's not really meant or intended or wasn't at the beginning to be a standalone investment strategy. Although we see that labeled on a lot of mutual funds and a lot of managers now who are saying, this is my ESG strategy. ESG is an investment idea that is based on the environmental criteria, the social and the the corporate governments governance criteria, which is focusing on companies that are making this active effort to limit their negative societal impact. These are all great things, but it's really about the details. And what we're talking about when we say ESG is the characteristics of those investments, what's inside of them. Okay. So does ESG make an impact? Maybe, sometimes, maybe not. So we're gonna gonna Hmm. really dive into this because I think you may be a little confused so far. Yeah, yeah, because we're hearing these this label a lot, and ESG is really a practice, and it's a framework. If that makes more sense, it does. But the company has to fall within the framework, correct? Exactly. And so, if a company is doing things that are good for the environment, or they have stopped doing things that are bad for the environment, however you want to frame that then that's a good impact, right? Absolutely. It is a good impact. And when we talk about ESG as a framework, we're talking about the evaluation of, of the companies, like, like you just said, mm-hmm. of their environmental, social, and governance risks and their policies and their practices and all of the data that's related to those factors. Mm-hmm. So it's about the data. And it's very useful in analyzing the worth of a company from hmm. a sustainable viewpoint. It's yes. absolutely useful. And, but just because this risk uh, exist, d- exists doesn't mean that we should avoid the company if they have any one of these risks. Um, it just means that the price of the company should reflect that risk. And we'll talk about what I mean hmm. <laughs> about yeah. that. Yeah, because if- unpack if a, that one. Right. If a company has a higher risk involved in terms of a social issue or a governance issue or an environmental issue, the shareholder, whoever's buying that stock, is the one who's really going to be paying for that. 
whether you're buying it up front or whether you're selling it later after that risk has really come forward and happened. Mm-hmm. And an example is, um, well, I have a couple of really good examples. So one, of course, is for talking about environmental risk. If a, if a company is likely to get sued for polluting an mm-hmm. environmental area, uh, and we could come up with so many different companies that have done this over the last couple of decades, but we won't mention specific companies. Um, but if a company is likely to get sued or is being sued or has been sued, that affects the bottom line of the company. So that's risk. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're looking at when we're looking at the ESG data of that company. It's a legal risk. It's Absolutely. negligent behavior, right? And and so the company or the stock share price will pay for that. Because if the company's losing money because they're paying out settlements for polluting the environment, then the shareholder price will reflect that. Well, I'll, I'll even take it a step further. Maybe this just adds to your example. If, per se, a chocolate company, mm-hmm. none specifically, of course, but a right. chocolate company of some kind was found out to be uh, treating workers in other countries very, very poorly, paying them next to nothing, doing damage to the environment in those countries to gather their chocolatey goods. Um, that would be a public relations issue. Exactly. Maybe they're not getting sued, but if a lot of the public says, you know what, I don't like seeing that. I don't like seeing people being taken advantage of. I'm going to avoid buying things from that specific chocolate company. Right. Or coffee company. Or, or coffee or, company. Yeah. Yes. We see that a lot. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And reputational risk is huge. Another really good example that I think is so prevalent right now is the societal risk that we're seeing during COVID mm. and not, for, for example, not giving hazard pay to frontline workers. Oh yeah. That's also a risk for companies because when we're looking at stores, um, grocery stores specifically, people look down on that. Um, we know, I, I, I don't know if you have Kroger stores where you are. Yes. Yeah, well, there's the group of Kroger stores in um, Colorado called King Super. Um, it's affiliated with Kroger. They're on strike right now. Mm. They want better pay. They want better accommodations for COVID issues, that kind of thing. So again, that goes back to reputational risk, um, societal risk for mm-hmm. those individuals, the employees of the company. And these will all affect the bottom line of the company stock. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's ESG. We're going to come back to it, of course. But ESG, just as a reminder, is metrics. It's a framework. It's facts. It's details. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about impact. Okay. Because (laughs) the name of the podcast is Deep Impact Investing. Mm -hmm. So we really want to talk about the impact that our money makes. And how is that different? So ESG is more like a, I guess you could say an adverb. (laughs) It's a process. Yeah, it's it's an action, absolutely. Right, it's an action. Impact is a noun. Impact investments are the intentional process to generate positive, measurable, societal, environmental impact alongside a financial return. When we talk about ESG, we're really talking about the financial return. 
And there are some peripheral things that do happen on the societal side, on the environmental side, and on the government governance side, but that's not the primary focus mm-hmm. of ESG. It's still about a financial return. When we talk about impact investing as a thing, as a noun, its purpose is to create measurable impact along with the financial return. Okay. See the the difference there? So let me talk more about impact investing. So Investopedia, it's a great place if people haven't looked at Investopedia. I love it. They've got some really good stuff there. So Investopedia talks about impact investing as a strategy. It's a strategy that looks at generating specific beneficial societal environmental effects in addition to the financial gains. So impact investments will take the form of investing in, of course, different asset classes and have lots of different outcomes. The point here of investing, of impact investing, is to use your money and your investment capital for positive societal results. So there's a bigger underlying process at play. Uh What we really want to do is see change happen, right? I have tons of notes here, so you're going to see me, hear me shuffling papers, but this is such a deep subject. It was like, there's so many things we could talk about here. But the other piece that plays is at play here is SRI. What's the definition of SRI? And this is where I started 24 years ago, socially responsible investing. Uh So now we have another acronym. (laughs) I'm throwing in the mix just to confuse everybody. So the definition of SRI is encompassing uh, the idea of avoiding harm. Um, it's it's also looking at impact and it's looking at uh, strategies in investing. And this is where we started in the SRI or the sustainability or the green investing network 20, 25 years ago when I really got into this business. And then we had impact what kind of impact is your money making? Are you really making good societal changes? And then in the last couple of years, there's been this explosion of ESG. ESG this, ESG that. Uh-huh. It's a label that we're seeing. So I want to really un- make sure that fe- people understand the difference. ESG is a process, a very specific data-driven process. And impact, or even SRI, is about the outcome. Yeah, Kim, it does make sense. And, but let me, let me clarify, maybe just for my own sake. So SRI came kind of first, right? Socially responsible investing. And that was more, in my opinion, a, a thought process, a way of doing something where ESG came. It's more of the parameters or the data, like you said. Yes, that's exactly it. Oh, good. And I got something they're right. all, you did. <laughs> and they're all right. Um, But I want to make sure that listeners and investors, especially individual investors who are maybe newer to this area, really understand the difference. And if their desire is to make an impact Mm -hmm. and they put some money into a ESG fund, they need to understand whether or not that fund or ETF or whatever it happens to be is going to actually make an impact in the end. Mm -hmm. Or is it just looking at the financial return based on the strategy. So I want to talk some more about 
impact investing because what we're really talking about on impact is the impact that's made with an investor's very specific goal, usually, of producing positive social, environmental, or government change. Okay. Which is, again, in addition to the investment return. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about impact, we want to see, well, what we're doing is we're putting our money behind these companies, right, that are generating this positive return. Mm-hmm the social outcome or the environmental outcome because we want those companies to succeed and we want to support them. Unlike in the early days in socially responsible investing, we really thought about negative screening and getting rid of companies in our portfolios Mm -hmm. that we didn't want to support. Impact investing is more about inclusionary investing, supporting these companies. Maybe they're not, well, let me just say, there's no perfect company. So any company you're going to have in your portfolio is not going to be 100% perfect on any particular area. Mm-hmm. But we want to support them in the right way, in the right social changes, in right environmental issues, and in corporate governance. So I think those are some very important details that we have to look at. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so... Let me, let me ask you this. When it comes to social responsible investing, we, we know what that is entails. You, you've described that beautifully. And then you've got the ESG, which is the rating system, if you will, or right. the data. And any company can be rated by the system. They just may be rated very poorly or they may exactly. be rated very well. So let's talk about making an impact, but not only with our investment dollars, with our wallet dollars. And the, and the reason I say it like that, or the, the reason I, I bring this up is because I think, and maybe you can echo this, when you first started your career, ESG and the, and I mean, I know the, the acronym wasn't out there, but this entire arena was a whole lot smaller. People weren't much thinking smaller. about this as much, right? So I now- that's true. Yeah, so now in my, my brain and the way I, I, I choose to use my wallet and my investments, but let's just talk about the wallet, I choose to shop at companies and buy from companies that are doing well. Like the, like the chocolate company example I gave earlier. I wasn't right. just talking about investing. There are options for different chocolate companies that I can purchase from, and I choose to avoid ones that I disagree with or I believe are harmful to either people or the planet, planet. right? Right. And that's exactly it, because when we're talking about in impact investing strategy, it's about targeting these companies or exactly. industries that are producing positive social change, have good environmental benefits. And as you meant, I mean, you talked about chocolate, right? Um, but we can also talk about supporting renewable energy, electric Absolutely. cars, microfinance, sustainable agriculture, and so many other causes that any individual investor finds to be worthwhile. Mm-hmm. And in our dollars that we spend, whether it's at the grocery store or elsewhere, it's the same process. Because as I've said before, all money makes an impact, no matter mm-hmm. what you're doing with it. And, and here's where my brain goes. And again, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the statistics you and the, the uh, percentages you shared earlier will echo this. I think as more and more people realize that they have the power to not only invest in companies, or I should say not only spend money with companies that they know are doing well for the environment and people and humanity and so on and so forth, but they also choose to invest, make that impact like you're talking about. 
the companies that are doing good will do better yes. as far as financially. And therefore, more and more people hopefully will see that as a positive and worthwhile investment, not only for the impact that they make, but also for the impact on their own portfolio or their own wallet. Absolutely. I, I think it's really important to think about uh, investors who use impact investing as a strategy, as investors who think of it as a commitment. Absolutely. For their money. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're looking at this as a sense of duty, almost, mm-hmm. and how they're going to either make change in society or support societal change and environmental stewardship. So yeah. it's, it's a deep commitment. I, I think there's a type of impact investment that investors think about that involves from that deep-seated desire to move us forward in a better economy, mm-hmm. if that makes a lot of sense there. Yes. And I th- one of the things I want to talk about is in- impact. For many years, we thought of impact investing only as private market investments, not in the public markets. And the difference here is in private markets, generally you have to be high net worth investors. These are you know, investments into um, sexy investments. We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People really like those types of things. Um, but we can do impact investing in the public markets, in our stock portfolio, in our bond portfolio as well. And we are using often those ESG metrics to look at the impact that we're making or how we can make an impact. So as I started saying, is it ESG versus impact or do they really go together? Is it one or the other? I don't think it's one or the other, but I don't think it's ESG alone. And that's my opinion is that it's not just an ESG mm-hmm. process alone. I think as investors who really believe in the environment and societal change and in dealing with corporate governance issues, that we really wanna make sure our money is making an impact. So how do we do that? How do we measure impact? Oh my gosh, that's mm. a big question, yeah. right? Yeah. And <laughs> because we could look at a specific company and say, all right, well this company is no longer polluting this river because of the uh, investors who have pursued this company and pushed them to do better. Well, we know that's an impact, right? Mm-hmm. We've made that change. Um, but there's better ways to measure impact than just looking at each company individually. What we really wanna do is look at the big picture. And there's not one single way to do that. There's a lot of different sources, um, ESG itself is a better way sometimes to measure long-term impact because we can look at those metrics. It's data. It's the quantitative data that we really want to look at. It's it measuring impact will involve both quantitative and qualitative data. The qualitative data is the data that we can see, the changes that we see happening. Mm-hmm. The quantitative data is what's being measured under the E, the S, and the G. And there's some sources out there where we can get that information. A Couple of them are um, the Global Impact Investing Rating System. 
Um, and there's other scorecards, which we can use to score a company on a rating system. There's the impact reporting and investing standards. Do companies meet these particular standards? And as we've talked about many times before, the UN Sustainable Development Goals, uh -huh. which is a really useful entry point into measuring impact. Uh, are companies really, uh, if we're looking at the sustainable development goal of water and access to, to healthy, clean water, is the, this company or the, this group of companies that we may have in our portfolio, are they really paying attention to that and are they making a difference and are they providing services that would help with that process? And there's so many different ways we could measure that. I'm not going to go into all of those because we could be here for two hours describing how to measure <laughs> yeah. the impact of water in a portfolio. Um, but I think when we talk about measurement, it, we have to also look at it across the entire investment cycle. It's not just the impact at the end, which is what we want to get, but we have to look at the, the pre-investment process, which is something that we do for all of our clients. We're looking at this as a due diligence process. What are the pieces of social impact that you want to make on your portfolio? We use our social policy questionnaire. So that's the, the pre-investment process. How can we create investments for our clients individually that will have some measurable impact in the end? Then there's the planning impact process. And it's the during the investing process where we're deciding on the approach, the tools we're going to use, how we're going to, to manage the portfolios, those types of things. And then there's monitoring because we want to look at the monitoring process of a company or of our entire portfolio in terms of its impact. We always look at the financial impact and monitor that. We always want to look at the year end. Mm -hmm. Did I make money? Did I lose money? What's the percentage gain and loss? We started out with that at the beginning. I'm talking about the phenomenal gains in the ESG uh, index space. But if we want to monitor our social impact, it's a process that we have to do as an ongoing process. Because a company isn't just going to immediately change and boom, everything's good. It's a process we have to continue to do on an ongoing basis. I think that's important to think about. And then the final piece of this is evaluating that impact. Are we really evaluating the criteria we've used? Are we evaluating the impact that the investment has made at the end? Is it satisfying for us as an investor? It might be financially or it might not be. Sometimes it might not be financially, but it might be socially uh. impactful, and we might be okay with that. Uh, but as we're seeing more and more, as time has gone on, in my nearly 25 years in business, that looking at impact in our portfolios, we're not going to give up return. So we can look yeah. at it as a financial return and the societal return. Kim, I, I got to... <laughs> I'm going to draw a parallel here that may be a little weird, but this is how I view it. You, you know, my wife and I worked uh, with an organization and helped to raise kids. And we worked with teenagers. 
and we had good close friends that they worked with the younger kids that were in the program. And for the younger kids, they really had to break things down into simple terms and, and, and give them maybe some mantras, mottos, and things like that, that, that help them to do better, right? Right. One of the things that they, they would tell the little kids all the time is, do good, get good. Do bad, get bad. <laughs> I like it. It's it simple, was very right? simple, right? Yeah. And I think that that's how it breaks down for business as yes. well. If you're doing good, you're going to get good. I mean, that, that's not true of every company. Companies and small businesses, they fold all the time. We get that. We understand right. that there's, there's other parameters that have happened or other things uh, that have happened to those companies usually. But when you have a well-established company and that company is doing good and people recognize that, they get good. Right. And we see that in, in, the, in a phrase that we've seen in, in our industry for a long time, do good, do well. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Which is almost the same thing. And I think that's a very simplified way of looking at it. It's there's so much to to really dive into when we're talking about this, but really ESG is the materiality of the risk. It's the the metrics. It's about the data and the facts. So I want people to understand that that's what we are talking about when we're talking about ESG. And it's very important. Um, when we talk about socially responsible investing, we're talking about the process of screening and excluding and maybe divesting of companies. And, mm-hmm. and also, we did look at also positive reinforcement and shareholder activism. That's been a part of this whole process the entire time and whether or not there's been a positive societal or environmental outcome on a company because of these processes that we're using. So it's an investment process. ESG is not a process, it's data. Mm -hmm. And then we get to impact investing and where we're really looking at the companies and the funds with this eye towards both financial returns and measurable social and environmental impact. And it's not just in the private markets, it's in the public markets as well. Yeah. Because that's the only way we're going to see a huge measurable change is if we're looking at this in the entire capitalistic way of investment. And, and that is true. I, I have a lot of people who talk to me about this and say, well, I just don't want to be involved in capitalism. Okay. That's almost impossible if you really want to make change. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I get it. If people want to live off grid, if they want to grow their own food, I do that uh, a lot. Um, those types of things, if they prefer not to be as involved in capitalist markets. But if you have a 401k plan and you look at it and you don't see any ESG or impact investment options, then you need to push for that because that money's going to be investing often in things that you don't want it to be Absolutely. in. And I think those are things that are really important. And so many clients are really coming to us and talking about this these days and wanting to know the difference and how they really determine what's true impact and what's greenwashing. We're not going to, we're not going to go into that because that's an entire 
separate conversation. And I'm not going to say ESG is greenwashing because I don't believe it is. Uh, I think looking at the ESG, ESG metrics is extremely important. But most of our clients really want to look at the impact. I know this is a lot of information. I just want to summarize it for you, unless you have more questions. No, I, I mean, I just, I, I'm going to ask you, to obviously, to give your contact information in just a few minutes, yep. because I guarantee there's somebody listening to this podcast, riding their bike to work, to and fro, well, maybe not, maybe not in the winter, <laughs> but definitely in the springtime, in the summertime, somebody's listening to this podcast in their electric vehicle because they hate the idea of oil and, and big gas, right. you know, big oil and gas. And guess what? They have no clue what's in their 401k. They have no clue what's in their investment because exactly. they signed up for it and they're putting a bunch of money into it. And then they're, they're making some gains and they're happy with the performance over this last year and so on and so forth. But then you take a look and there's a lot of people get very frustrated, very upset and shocked at the yes. types of companies that are in their 401k. And they had no clue that they were supporting those people the entire time. Right. And I think that is one of the hardest things for people to swallow yeah is when they when they realize that or if they do realize that and and they think that they're helpless but there are ways that they can push that envelope mm -hmm. and just to summarize so we talked about esg the environmental social governance the which is the data it's the facts it's the details behind the investments we talked about sri socially responsible investing and the process around that. And I think most importantly, we talked about impact investing and how all three of these really do fit together to look at a lasting impact of our money. Because again, all money has impact. We all have this purpose. All of these processes have this purpose. There's a structure, there's measurement, there's investment that makes societal change and gives us an investment return, which as we saw last year and is not true every year, but last year outperformed the traditional benchmarks. You as an investor get to choose the process. You get to choose mm -hmm. what's important in each of these options, in the environmental issues, in the social governance issues, and there's just so many different pieces we can look at, which I could get really sidetracked on, um, but I won't because I don't want to run out of time. <laughs> yeah. But each investor, again, I'm going to say this again, you, the investor, get to choose the process and the importance of each option with our help at Horizon Sustainable Financial Services and our guidance to make, make your impact with your money. Yeah. And I think that's so important. And that is why we really love what we do at Horizons. So if a listener wants to get a hold of us and talk about what they can do with their limits in their 401k and how we might be able to help them push that process a little bit, if they have investments that they want to be making more of an impact, and they want to call us so we can help them with that, we're more than happy to take that call. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the number's 505-982-9661, or they can email at info at 
fs.com. That email goes to all of us. So someone in the office will get back to people. Absolutely. Kim, thank you so much. This, I mean, this is, this was fun and very informative and, and gave me another reason to say you were probably the most passionate person I know when it comes to ESG <laughs> and, and all this. And I, I'm glad you are, um, I, I'm not even going to say the cheerleader. You're more of the coach of the, in this situation. Cause I just, I just have not <laughs> met somebody else that has the passion that you do. I really love this. Yeah. I, I really love singing this song because I think that's a lot of what I do and talking about impact with our money and how we can make a difference and how each individual can do that. Because I think sometimes we feel discouraged mm -hmm. when we think nothing I do matters, right? If yeah. I recycle this piece of plastic, is it really going to matter? Mm -hmm. But every little bit counts. And I want people to know that I want people to hear that. And every time we invest our dollars with impact, it makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, Kim, thank you so much. Uh, listener, I'm going to challenge you real quick. If you don't know what's in your investments, no matter what kind of investment it is, that's exactly what Kim does. She will walk through it with you, give her a call. She gave the contact information. Um, I think it's so important that at least you know, at least you'll know. Um, and if you are not happy with the results, Kim can talk to you about how to make changes. So, Kim, I hope you don't mind me saying that, but thank you so much for your time today. Oh, I don't mind it at all. And Eric, I appreciate having you here with me because you ask good questions, and I think that helps clarify things. So, all right, it's been a I'm, I'm loving conversation. it. Conversation. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get smarter every time. That, that, that's got to help. My wife likes it. That's for sure. <laughs> that's hey. good. <laughs> all right, again, Kim, thank you so much, and of course, thank you, the listener, for tuning in and listening to the Deep Impact Investing Podcast with Kimberly Grego Kyle. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Kim comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it really easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family. And again, this is a great one to share because if you care about this stuff and you hang around people that you know also care about this, maybe they don't know what's in their investments either. And they could get together with Kim and find out. Again, thanks I'm for listening today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much again. For everyone at Horizon Sustainable Financial Services, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Deep Impact Investing, the sustainable, responsible impact investing podcast that shows you how to invest like you give a damn. If you have questions about this podcast or topics you'd like to hear addressed on an upcoming podcast, email us at kim at horizonssfs.com. Join the conversation on Twitter at horizonssustfin or give us a call at 505-982-9661. Don't forget to click the subscribe button to be notified when new episodes become available. The companies we may speak about during our podcast are not recommendations for investment. Only you and your financial advisor can determine what the right investments are for you. Horizon Sustainable Financial Services, Inc. and its financial professionals do not render tax or legal advice. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the host and or guest 
and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service providers with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. None of this content may be used or duplicated without the express written agreement of the podcast host.